This is Morning Motivation for Educators on the B Podcast Network. Learn about all the shows at bpodcastnetwork.com. You'll hear from a variety of formal and informal educators who help put this podcast together. If you'd like to contribute your voice to the show, please go to morningmotivationedu.com to apply. My name is Joey Massio. I was a middle school teacher for seven years, and now I run Sidekick to Hero, a gamified mindset training program that helps teens with confidence, social skills, and goals. It's available now on desktop at sidekicktohero.com. October is National Bullying Prevention Month, and I want to take this episode to talk about the three fronts in the war against bullying. Most schools and organizations only focus on the first two, but there's a third one that is often overlooked, especially this month. When I worked at a, at a, the, a middle school, we had our kindness week during the month of October. We had speakers come in and all the videos and things that we had the students watch were all focused on namely the two fronts, the, the more famous fronts in the war against bullying. The first front is change the bully. If we can inspire everybody to be nicer to each other, if we can get people to recognize they don't need to make those jokes or do those things or get them to be self-aware that they are being what someone would call a bully, then they could stop and they would make the decision and go, oh, you know what? That's not who I want to be. That's fantastic. If um, if a student is self-aware enough to know in the moment when they're either laughing with their friends or they're angry or whatever other emotion is driving them to take an action that would be perceived as bullying, if they're self-aware enough to go, wait a minute, this is the moment that video talked about. Oh my goodness, I shouldn't say or do the thing I'm about to say or do. Uh, if they're self-aware enough to do that, that's fantastic. But also, chances are, they were probably self-aware enough already, and the ones who really need to do some changing, the message is probably lost on them. I don't think we should stop. Let me be clear. That should totally be um, pursued. Those That message of don't be a bully is great. Schools, schools should totally keep doing that. The second front in the war against bullying is inspiring a bystander. So if you're watching somebody bullying somebody else, you should step up, stand up, rise up and say something. There's a lot of organizations, some with celebrities behind them who are like motivating kids to be heroes in those situations. I also love that. That is great. That is fantastic. If, if a student is around and they're aware enough of what's going on, that the interaction is actually bullying. And if they're brave enough to be able to stand up, put their own kind of social fears and ineptitudes aside and just step up and go, hey, look, stop, then yeah, bullying would, would not be as big of a thing. Uh, those two things, those two fronts are great things. However, there is a third Lesser known front in the war against bullying, something that I work on with the teens in my program, something that changed my life when I was in middle school. And that third front is strengthening the target because in any bullying instance, there's 
up to three parties involved, the person doing the bullying, a potential bystander who's watching it, and the target of the, the bully. Strengthening the target puts the power and control of the situation, of how it is perceived, and the emotions of it in the hands of the target. The first two are great, but they put the power on other people. If only the bully will change. If only a bystander will stand up for me. And I found when working with teens that that puts them in a place of less power. And I, my teens that I work with know this. I never want to be in a position where my emotions, my results are in other people's hands. I want to take that on myself. Uh, my experience being bullied in middle school was there was a group of boys who were eighth graders. I was a seventh grader. My head was big back then. It's big now, but even bigger back then with hair on it. Cause I'm bald. If you haven't seen a picture of me and, uh, also with a skinnier body. So my head was huge. And these kids, uh, figured out a correlation between the size of my head and a character in a popular McDonald's commercial at that time. Uh, Mac tonight, he had a crescent moon for a head, wearing sunglasses, play the piano, singing about how you should have a Big Mac tonight. And they started calling me Moonhead and it made me sick. I hated seeing any of these kids. They would call me Moonhead and be like, hey, give me a Big Mac tonight. It'll be great. Uh. And I walked past them as fast as I possibly could. I hated it. It would have totally been great if they would have changed their ways. But these kids wouldn't. That's not who they were at that time. It also would have been great if somebody would have stepped up and said something, but nobody was around, when, or seemingly nobody, at least willing to step up, was ever around to say anything. So my life changed when I heard them before they even saw me. One day I heard them talking to each other, and one said to the other, hey, shut up, twig. And my perspective instantly changed. It was like a domino effect of all my thoughts changed. And the new thoughts I started thinking replaced my old thoughts. My old thoughts were, I'm different. I'm weird. I'm never going to be popular or cool. Uh, I should be ashamed of how I look. It was all those thoughts. But when I heard one of them say that to, to the other, shut up twig. My new thoughts were, Hey, yeah, we're all a little weird looking because that guy is really skinny and the other kid's kind of overweight and the other kid has lots of hair. And I'm like, you know what? We, uh, we, we all look different. Okay. And, but wait a minute, these boys, this is just how they communicate even with each other. They just point out flaws and hang a lantern on it. Not how I would choose to communicate, but that's how they choose to communicate. And the biggest one that stuck with me even till this day is, you know what? Yeah. I do have a big head and I'm still freaking awesome. I can still be awesome with all my flaws and differences. Huh? So then I just accepted myself for who I was, accepted them for who they were. They didn't need to change in order for me to be happier, to get this sick feeling out of my stomach. And when they called me moonhead, I just responded. I was like, Hey, what's up guys? Yeah. You guys want a big Mac tonight? Awesome. And then moved on. And that, that changed my life. I was never bullied again. That didn't mean people don't make fun of me. People made fun of me even when I was a teacher. My middle school students would make fun of me, especially in the, in the discipline office. But I was never bullied again. That exchange of somebody saying something to me or even doing something to me was never 
categorized as me being bullied, but categorized as, well, that person's doing something that needs to be stopped. They're not interacting in a way uh, that I, I want. And it, it gave me more power. So when I work with teens, and consider this for when you work with your students, consider this third front in the war against bullying. When I work with teens, I teach them this. Bullying doesn't stop when other people change what they do or say. It stops when we change how we think about ourselves. Because when we've accepted ourselves for who we are, somebody coming at us, they're not punching down at us. You know, uh, they're not uh, putting us in victim mode. We feel confident in who we are and we even have more power and ability to go get an adult now. It's amazing how much this changes uh, teens that I work with. They're like, oh yeah, I was able to just go get an adult and go, hey, look, that guy keeps putting my backpack in the trash can. Can you please talk to him? Because I don't want my backpack in the trash can. You have the ability to stand up for yourself when you believe that you are someone who is worth it. You are someone who is awesome, even with your flaws. You don't deserve to be bullied. You don't believe what the bully is saying because you've already done the work ahead of time to defend it because you're well-practiced in just thinking the best thoughts about yourself. So this month, make sure those first two fronts are definitely being hit, but also take some time. Find a speaker in your area or do it yourself. Talk to your students about strengthening the way that they think about themselves. Because if you really want to prevent bullying, you got to attack it from all three fronts. Thanks for listening. And whatever role you have in education, we have a podcast for you at bpodcastnetwork.com. Who among your friends and colleagues needs to hear this message today? Please share it with them right now.